from Memphis, Tennessee, it's Memphis Board Live. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. What it do? Let the Kevin sanity begin. This is MSL. Welcome to the show. We are high atop Mount Moriah, down the hall from nonstop hip-hop and all the hits here at Flynn Broadcasting. Welcome to the show. We're back from vacation, and there's no better way to return from vacation than with Vince Carter on your local NBA team's roster breaking last night. First with Mike Miller on Instagram saying he's not coming back to the Grizzlies. Then uh, word leaked of Vince Carter being signed that made official in the overnight with the press release from the Memphis Grizzlies. Vince Carter is coming. Vince Sanity is on its way to Memphis. Air Canada flying in to Memphis International Airport. Oh, yeah. Another flight. They always need more flights at Memphis International. No, Air Canada on his way here. But uh, it's... Kevin Sanity uh, today. We will have on the program in a little bit Kevin Leip from the Memphis Fire. Of course, he writes about the Memphis Grizzlies. He will join us at 11.30 to talk all about Vince Carter and Mike Miller. Of course, Bano getting uh, re-upped, James Johnson. So many uh, Grizzlies moves that was kind of like a slow week, some minor things happening all until last night when I was up at the Green Beetles anniversary party uh, downtown, uh, hanging out with a bunch of folks, including uh, Nikki from the Commercial Appeal um, down there, and this news just starts breaking while we're there and, and being amongst a bunch of people who, ca- who care about this franchise. It was it was fun. Where were you, uh, Johnny, when this news was going down last night? When this news was going down last night, I was sitting on the couch, chilling with a bottle, just having a good old time. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> it was, and it added it added to, to your uh, to your fun for sure. On the other side of the glass, we got Johnny Radio, CJ Hurt off this week and next week. I don't know he got he got two weeks uh, off, but he's he's on his summer vacation. Uh, also later on in the show, so we had a plan, Johnny. Today was originally going to be Prince Mongo Day because we do Prince Mongo Day once a year. Prince Mongo comes in, love Mongo Day. We turn the show into uh, Mongo Sport Live and. Uh, on Spirits 56, and Mongo gives his State of the Mongo address. It's an annual tradition on this show. However, uh, due to to some logistics, Mongo could not uh, land his spaceship in time. He's going to be here next week. But that ended up being perfect because of the late-breaking news with Vinsanity. So we will be able to talk about that uh, today. So Mongo will join us next Next week. week. He will join us next week. Oh, yeah! It's the second Saturday of the month, so uh, we're supposed to be joined by Holly Whitfield, my podcast co-host, I Love Memphis podcast. Subscribe on iTunes, but she will not. She won't be here today either. She'll be here next week. What is wrong with these people? Well, I had to. We rescheduled her. She was. Life was going to have the week off because there was nothing going on with the Grizzlies until last night. So thanks to Holly, we did flip it. Uh, Life will be on today. Holly was going to come in at that slot, but a little behind the scenes. We, because, hey, we got to talk Grizzlies, right? Yes, sir. <laughs> so, 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 life will be here, uh, and because of the Mongo thing, it's 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 a little bit like this was going to be next week's show, but next week's show is today, and today's show is next week. Next week we'll have Holly. Next week we'll have Prince Mongo. Today we've got uh, Kevin Live talking Grizzlies, and Dustin Starr, who's usually here the third week of every month, is here today. What? Following his big win over Bill Superstar that was awesome. Dundee the other night, and Maria will be here with him. Maria slapped Jerry the King Lawler the other night at Minglewood <laughs> Hall. And she kissed Bill Dundee. Like uh, what? Yeah, or he kissed How's her. How's Dustin feel about this? I don't know. We'll find out. But hey, I'm going to kiss her then too if he's cool with it. Dustin, regular guest on this show. Congratulations. By the way, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I know you know he's listening. Uh, Dustin, regular guest on the show, and when he, he comes in every month to talk wrestling, uh, he'll be bringing with him today. We'll be joined by Coco Beware, the Birdman. He's coming in studio. WWE Hall of Famer, I believe he's calling him. Oh man, the Coco is mine. Like that was my favorite guy. Uh, Coco Beware. Johnny Radio's favorite wrestler of all time will join us um, on the program later. So if you have any questions you want us to ask Coco Beware, feel free to text him at 67129 or tweet me at Cerrito or Dustin at Dustin Star. I had a Twitter. parrot named Sunshine because of Coco Beware. Did you really? Are you serious? Dead serious. Johnny Johnny, who is a, a Memphis wrestling hater, but I know you're trying to... I know. I'm, I was young. But you, you did like Coco Beware. By the Beware. way, the bird's still alive. What? Your, gonna live your bird than is me, still they alive? Say. They say that bird lives to be like 100 years old. Oh, wow. 
So we'll have Coco Beware on the show a little bit later on. we got an action-packed show. Most of it will be about Vince Carter. And So here's the thing, Johnny. You know we play Hang Up and Listen every week at noon, right? Yes, sir. Not this week. I know. We've got a little. I broke the news in the last hour. Oh, did you? We got we got a special game we're gonna be playing at high noon today called Older or Younger, and we're gonna open up the phone lines. You call in. It's gonna be a very it's a very simple game. You're gonna call in. I'm gonna give you the name of somebody, and you'll tell me if they are older or younger than Vince Carter. It's very simple. And if you get it correct, you will win a prize. If you if you don't get it correct, you will not win a prize. And it's that simple. So we'll be opening up the phone lines to play Older or Younger Vince Sanity Edition at noon today. I'm just going to name somebody. You tell me if they're older or younger than Vince Carter. Because Vince Carter, pretty old. He's going to turn. Do you know how old he is? He's going to turn 40 during his contract that he just signed. So he's Yes. Old. Yes. But uh, anyway, so we'll play that at noon. We'll have a chance to win some free E's, MSL prize packs, uh, TCBY cash as well during older or younger. Well, we start every week when we talk to my buddy Marcus Hunter live from Jackson, Mississippi. What's up, Marcus? Hey, what's going on, man? Uh, don't have no idea what you were just talking about. Wait, what just happened to him? Oh. Marcus is the most unprepared radio host in the history of radio. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. <laughs> but uh, his phone is definitely not. Marcus, are you on the phone? All right, well, we don't know where Marcus is. We'll be trying to figure out what's going on with Marcus. How, come on, from Jackson, Mississippi. Um... Right, he always complains like you don't bring me in quick enough, and I bring him in, and he's not even ready. Ugh. holy mackerel! Anyway, Marcus uh, will join us here momentarily, hopefully on on the telephone, and we'll get into the starting five because there's been so many interesting stories. We were off last week for the Fourth of July. Um, we won't be off again, Johnny, till Christmas time. So, um, get ready every Saturday, eleven. To oh, 1. and by the way, don't we have a sports ball coming up? The sports ball is coming up on July twenty sixth. I can't wait. It's going to be a big night, a big party. We'll have a huge party. It's, going to be it's my favorite event of Mar- the year. Marcus will be back in town that weekend, uh, I'm sure, to be in studio. But the sports ball is coming up on July 26th. We'll tell you a little bit more about that uh, um, as the weeks go on. But it's the 17th annual sports ball, the Black Tie Tennis U Gala. It's July 26th at Minglewood Hall. It lasts from 7 to midnight. Johnny, last year was your for- first sports ball, right? That was my first, and it was awesome. Marcus, you're coming back in town for the sports ball, right? Yeah, I am. I can't believe John Harden's over there trying to sabotage my segment and making sure that you guys can't hear me and I can't hear you. That's not cool, John. But, yeah, I'll be in town for the sports ball. Uh, right now I'm hanging out at the Jackson Zoo, the ice cream safari. We have a team over here scooping ice cream for folks. Oh, go, see, uh, go, uh, go check out the bird area because we got Coco Beware coming on a little bit later on. Oh, the bird, man. I'm going to have to definitely go check out the bird area. But, yeah, it's a beautiful day down here in Jackson. How, how was the day in Memphis? How are things going in Memphis? Oh, it's of insanity here. Are you kidding? This is so awesome. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Ben, yeah, that's real Ben Sanity. Ben Sanity to sign Ben Carter. Insane. But, deal. Oh, really? Well, well, let's get into that just one minute. Before we get into the starting five, I want to uh, congratulate you on your first pitch. I did see the footage of your first pitch that you threw. just hey, like 50 cents. Yeah, <laughs> come on, man. Look, that, thing, look, that pitch was so good, the catcher never had to move his glove and even started smiling afterwards. All right. Yeah. They wanted to sign me for a contract after that. They I wanted to sign me up. Oh, man. The Mississippi Braves are not very good, huh? <laughs> Actually, they're number one in the division right now. Oh, wow. Uh, but no, that was, a, that, was a great, that was a great first pitch. Appreciate uh, it, I think. But uh, let's go ahead and get this thing started with the starting five. So much to talk about. All right. The number one story breaking last night. Uh, the Grizzlies have parted ways with Mike Miller and have signed... Vincent Carter to a three-year deal, deal worth $12 million, an option in that third year. So he may not be here necessarily when he is 40 years old. But, uh, Marcus, you're, I know you want to talk about this. Your thoughts yeah. on, on trading – because really you're trading Miller for Vince Carter. You said we'll rather have Vince Carter than Mike Miller. Good decision? Uh, no, I think it's a bad decision. I think Mike Miller uh... – meant more to the city of Memphis than Vince Carter. Vince Carter's never played uh, in Memphis in his career as a, play, as a member of the team. Uh, Mike Miller is invested in the community, has a home in the community. He's a big Memphis community guy. And I think Mike Miller actually stepped his game up another level because he was playing for the Memphis Grizzlies. Right now, Vince Carter is just coming in to, uh, to grab a few more million dollars towards the end of his career. And 
you know, you know, it's it's what guys do when they're towards the end. They can sign on with the team, you know, yeah. that's in a smaller market and, and make some good money. And I don't I, think Vince Carter's going to really add a whole lot to the team. There's a couple, and this is what I've realized, you know, in the past 12 hours or whatever since the news broke late last night. And there's a couple types of Vince Carter people out there. There's the people who think Vince Carter is still the awesome Air Canada Vince Carter uh, from the late 90s. And then there's the people who think Vince Carter is way too old, can't play anymore, uh, and is just trying to get money. And apparently that's what camp you're in. And then there's the, I guess the third camp is the one that I'm in, which is I understand that he is a now a reliable role player who understands uh, his role and he can still score. This guy led – he had more threes off the bench than anybody else um, in the NBA last season. I mean, don't get it twisted. He's still, playing, Carter, he's still playing pretty well. He's not awesome yeah. 90s Vince Carter, but he's also not a washed-up player either. Yeah, true. He's not a washed-up player, but, you know, three, mil, three years, $12 million for Memphis Grizzlies to sign him. I just don't see how he makes your team better. If the object in the offseason is to make your team better – I don't see how signing Vince Carter is going to necessarily he's, do that. I don't think he's a bad player. I think he still has some miles left in the tank. But, but is he going to be the piece that's going to get the Grizzlies over the top and into the second round or even the third round next year? No. You don't think so? I mean, he's a scorer. We always talk about the Grizzlies need a scorer. Yes, you had Mike Miller. Mike Miller was a three-point scorer. But Vince Carter can he can just score all over the court. He's not just a spot-up three-point shooter like Mike Miller. He's, always, he's also almost 40 years old, going to a new city, a team he's never played for, going to have to play with all different guys, learn a new system. It's going to take him at least a year. I mean, I know he's a veteran, but it's going to take him at least, you know, half of a season to get acclimated. And then in the second half of the season, I mean, what kind of Vince Carter are you going to get after that? I mean, it's just so many, it's just so many things that can go wrong with taking a player of his age. I understand what he's done in the past in his career, but if you're the Grizzlies, you're looking to move forward. You're not looking to move backwards and, you know, okay, pick but, up a guy because you think he can play a little bit better. Okay, you look, he averaged, uh, this is last season, you talk about his career, yes. I don't want to look, if anybody's posting his career stats or it's yeah, on the press release from the Grizzlies, don't tell me uh, Vince Carter's career stats. Tell me his stats from last season, which is eleven point. Okay. He had eleven point nine points a game, three point five rebounds, two point six assists, and twenty four point four minutes per game last season. And of course, he was part of that Mavs team that took the champion, the dominant Spurs, to seven games. Uh, well, well, you know the thing about uh, the thing about that is, um, yeah, you have an opportunity right now, but. He's he's. It's well. I mean, it's. I don't. I I I think uh, there's positives on both ends. Where you're talking about Vince Carter or Mike Miller. Yes, Mike Miller will be missed, and people are going to be upset. But I think the idea that the Miller news broke, and then within an hour, we knew for sure that Vince Carter was coming here. I think it helps ease the blow a little bit, because uh, both the guys are old, are in the older end of their career. Uh, both of them can play a good role on a team that can win. And it's a matter of which one you think is the better fit. I think you can put Vince Carter in the starting lineup next year, uh, next to Tony Allen, next to Marc Gasol, next to Zebo, next to Mike Conley Jr. And I, I think you can um, you can be a, a contributor and and, and well, fill that missing void in the starting lineup that they have. Put him in the starting lineup. Yes. I mean, if Vince Carter, if Vince Carter is in the Memphis Grizzlies starting lineup next year. That means there's more of a problem with the Memphis Grizzlies roster than anything. I mean, that's, I'm not knocking Vince Carter at all, but I'm just saying he's no longer, at this point in his career, he's not a starter. He's not a starter in the league. He's a good role He might player, be a starter on this team. Bring, but that's not good. His role, not good. his role can be to score in the starting lineup. Because uh, you know, Tony Allen ain't going to do it. Listen, it looks, it looks good on paper. It looks good on paper. I'm more, I'm more along the lines of I don't think you're going to get even the same Vince Carter that the Dallas Mavericks got last year. Well, I mean, no, he's going to get he's going to get older. But did you watch? Did you watch his buzzer beating shot, Marcus? That was like his first buzzer beating shot in like seven years. Dude, he was 15 of 31 from downtown in the playoffs last year. That's perfectly for that's exactly what the Grizz need. That is that is those are really good numbers. I, I can you cannot dispute that those are really good numbers. But is he going to put up those same numbers next year? 
you want to get the graces, you want a guy who's in, improving every year, not a guy who's declining every year because it, you're trying to get better. Okay, but we don't know if he's declining. I think he has improved and figured okay, hold on. Does he he upgrade from Mike Miller. Well, Mike Miller wasn't in your starting lineup last year either. I can't well, about him in your I don't, Vince Carter may not necessarily be the solution for the starting lineup, but can he fill the void of Mike Miller? I think he can, he fill, can the fill the void, void of and Mike may, Miller. Yeah, and maybe build on and maybe build on that 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 spot for Mike Miller. Like he could be better than Mike Miller. He like, can fill the void of Mike Miller. And he'll bring excitement because regardless of how old he is and the fact that he's not the same Air Canada that he once was, he still people are going to still want to come out and just see Vince Carter just because they remember how great of a player Vince Carter once was. And yes, he still has something left in the tank. Oh, he's definitely got some jerseys. Miller. Jersey sales will be happening. Oh yeah, without question, jersey sales going to happen. I mean, I mean, heck, jersey sales happened for Allen Iverson, and he never played in the Memphis Grizzlies home jersey. So. <laughs> okay, and, but so you're looking at the, I think shooting wise, he can fill that void of Mike Miller, and he can play uh, a couple different positions. Whether it's the the you know the uh, playing the two or the three, he can. He even helps out in the community. This whole Mike Miller's the greatest community guy, which he was, and we love Mike Miller in the community. But I mean, it should be noted that uh, Vince Carter won the NBA Community Assist Award in '05. He was honored as one of sporting Sporting News honored him as one of the good guys in sports for his off-the-court activities. Of course, that was in 2004, too. So it has been a while since he's been honored for his community service, but he has been. You know, it's a lot more difficult for a guy towards the end of his career to go to a new city and get involved in the community, like, you know, other than when he's early on in his career, like when he was playing for the Raptors, because he was he was brought into that community and he grew up in that community. So it was easier. Now, you know, I mean, you're not going to probably see Vince Carter hanging out, you know, on Bill Street or, you know, walking up and down downtown often like Shane Betty would do when he was in town. Because Vince Carter's going to play basketball, collect a check, and, you know, hopefully win some games. Ooh, man, you're really judging Vince Carter uh, pretty harshly. We'll see how he does when he get when he gets no, in no, here. No, this I guy's got a gold win. medal. He's got a gold medal. He's an eight-time NBA All-Star. How many times has Mike Miller been an NBA All-Star? He's a top 25 scorer in NBA history. Where's Mike Miller on that list? And he's 37 years old. He's a little old. I'm just saying, you're not improving the okay. position. Well, so this, okay, hold on. Time out, time out, time out. Quick, quick, quick. Quick question for you here. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Is he going to improve the roster from last year, yes or no? No. Uh, Mike, Miller did, Mike Miller did play in every game last year. You can give no, him No, I love Mike. I love Mike. Yeah, I don't, Mike had yeah, a good season. I don't, he, I don't think he improves the roster. I think he keeps the roster even keel. I don't think he improves it. I think he, he replaces what you lost in Mike Miller. Okay. Okay, will this convince you, Marcus? Vince Carter was suspended last year for the first time in the history of, of, of his NBA career. He was suspended for elbowing Steven Adams in the head last year. Will that convince you that he is a better choice than Mike Miller? Um, is he going to elbow uh, LeBron James in the head? Whoa, whoa, whoa. We'll get, we'll get to Dude, this. calm down. Look, he's not a Heat player anymore. Don't be all hating. <laughs> I think, uh, but last thing, Marcus, I think if you do, you could, I'm going to give you some help on your argument, your anti-Vince Carter argument. Because if there is a way to, where you could be concerned, is that Rick Carlisle is one of the best coaches in the NBA. He's the coach of Dallas Mavericks. You have a, still a young coach in Dave Yeager, and you wonder how that will, uh, you know, transition when he plays. Can Yeager coach, uh, Vince Carter the same way that he was able to, uh, to get in the right position on that team and utilize his talents the way that they did in Dallas. So I think that that might be an area of concern if you're looking for it. But um, I've got confidence in Jaeger, so it's not an area of concern for me. I do think the best thing for Vince Carter is that Randolph is still there. I think those two are going to be able to get along really well. All right, let's uh, move on to number two. You just mentioned it. LeBron James did not pick Memphis. He's going home to Cleveland. Uh, for you every... say he didn't pick Memphis? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't pick Memphis. He did not. That's yeah, called localizing the story, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey like he, was, he was a free agent. He could have gone. He could have come here. That's uh, right. LeBron going home to Cleveland. You are the president of the Memphis Miami Heat fan club, now the Jackson, Mississippi, the whole Mid South and uh, Delta region. You've, you're in charge of every chapter. And how long have you been since you stopped crying? I never cried. You know, as a matter of fact, 
when uh, when Kyrie Irving won Rookie of the Year, I said then that LeBron James was going to go back to Cleveland. I did not think it was going to be this soon, but I always knew that LeBron would go back to Cleveland because you could just tell that Cleveland was always in his heart, and that's what he wanted. And he wanted to bring a championship to his home state and to his home area. So I have no problems with the fact that LeBron James chose to go back home to the Cleveland Cavaliers. I was hoping that he was going to stay in Miami for a few more years to try to uh, win a championship. But, you know, good for LeBron for going back to Cleveland. You know, it's going to take two or three years before he can get that team to the level of getting back to the NBA Finals unless they get Kevin Love. Um, and in the meantime, I like what the Miami Heat have done. I mean, they kept Chris Bosh. Um, Dwayne Wade is going to come in, and he's going to take a lesser contract. And, you know, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if if, uh, if if the Miami Heat and Pat Riley started making phone calls to Carmelo Anthony as soon as LeBron James made his decision to us uh, if they can get mellowed down in Miami. Don't think the Miami Heat are going to be down for a long time. Pat Riley is going to turn that thing around quickly, and the Miami Heat will win another championship before the self-proclaimed king will. Uh, Melo's the Melo's the most overrated player of the NBA. You don't want him. And I'm sorry, Miami wasted money on Chris Bosh. Like wasted their money now, on Chris Bosh. Now they did waste money on Chris Bosh. However, I do think that Chris Bosh uh, is, is, he's an all-star. He's going to continue to be an all-star. They had to pay him that price in order to keep him away from Houston. They had to stay safe. They couldn't just implode from inside and be one of those teams that won 15 games and 16 games next year. So, um, you know, they had to do what they had to do to continue to be a playoff contender and have us overplaying Chris Bosh. But at the end of the day, Miami is a destination spot. Players are going to want to go play for the Miami Heat. They're going to be fine. They're going to win another championship within the next five or six years or be in the finals in the next five or six years. I'm not worried about that. LeBron and, James. And poor Dwayne, poor Dwayne Wade, who opted out of his final two years. A forty-one point uh, some odd million dollars. Yeah, if I was, <laughs> if you know the thing, if I was D Wade and Bosch, I would be a little upset because the Brown could have let them know, and and they would have not, especially uh, D Wade, not opted out of that contract with that forty million dollars on the line. Now, the Miami Heat, they're, they're going to take care of Dwayne Wade. He's going to be a part of the organization for life, and he's going to be getting right. paid upwards of more than a million dollars for the remainder of his you know life as long as he wants to. But it would have been nice if they had a better head up because those guys opted out with the intention of having a space open for them to make some moves to be able to keep the bug and keep the championship uh, being going down there in Miami. So, But it, it worked out for Chris Bosh. not going to work out so much for Dwayne Wade. But if Dwayne Wade and the Miami Heat get some guys in there and they make it back to the finals and win another championship, then I'm sure Dwayne Wade will be fine with taking less money. All right, let's keep moving in the starting five. We're going to go quick now. These are the five most interesting and important sports stories for the sports fan in the Mid-South. Over the past uh, week, number five, Number three, James Johnson is on his way out of town. No more neck tattoo nights uh, unless Mark Gasol gets a neck tattoo or something. Uh, was, he traded for, was he traded for Vince Carter? Tor- Toronto, yeah, because <laughs> he does not play for Toronto. He didn't play for Toronto for a while. Uh, two, a two-year deal. Uh, James Johnson, $5 million for two years. That sounds like, I don't know. What do you think? That's pretty good. He made bank. It is really good for James Johnson, especially a guy who, was in a D, who started last year in the D-League. And this year, yeah. he, got, he got to pay for the Grizzlies. He got signed on to a contract, and now he's going to be $5 million over the course of two years. He's a, he's a guy who just had a couple of kids. So obviously, you know what happened with him in Memphis with um, his, uh, his, his kid's mom. His those charges have been, were dropped. Those charges were dropped. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah those charges were dropped. And, and, and that's a good thing. And now he can move on and go make some money and live in Canada and... You know, it's a little expensive to live in Canada, but I'm pretty sure he's going to be happy. He's going to have. He's got some money. Yeah, maybe they're having a a next tattoo night for him. So no more James Johnson, but again, that news coming the same week. You get Vince Carter, who can still kind of dunk, from what I hear. He can still kind of dunk. So (laughs) number four, Bano Udris is coming back. He is re-signed with the Memphis Grizzlies. Yeah, he was very excited about it. Actually, he was all about. He's very happy. Yeah, he would have been excited about any type of deal. He's got uh, about a two million uh, dollar deal uh, to to stay with the Grizzlies for two years. Of course, now the question goes to what's going to happen with Nick Calathis. Uh, we'll talk to Kevin Leip about that, but it seems like all signs are pointing that Nick Calathis will be back. Of course, the Grizzlies definitely needed a backup point guard because even if Calathis comes back, he's suspended for the first thirteen games of the season. So somebody's going to have to back up Mike Conley. Looks like it's going to be Bano to start the year off with the Grizzlies. And number five, uh, this happened. Over the break, Marcus, but your favorite coach in NBA history, Lionel Hollins, has got a job with yeah. New Jersey. Huh? 
Brooklyn yeah, now. Uh, the Brooklyn uh, Nets. So uh, he's in the toughest media market in the country. So I'm so excited about this. Oh, I'm so excited about it too because um, Lionel Hollins is not going to have any problem handling the New York media because the New York media has thicker skin than a lot of Memphis media and they're not going to get all sensitive because Lionel Hollins doesn't want to be their best friend. Oh, so, I don't know. But still, Lionel, Lionel, Hollins, Lionel Hollins versus the New York media is going to be epic when dude, it finally comes down. I think it's going to be fine. I, mean, I think Lionel Hollins has a New York media kind of personality. I mean, he's a straight uh, He doesn't beat around the bush. He doesn't try to be friends and sugarcoat anything. And that was the problem here. The media in, well, in Memphis. The media in Memphis, uh, you know, wanted uh, Lionel Hollins to, like, be their friend and, like, hang out with him and, you know, party and stuff. That's not, that's not his, that's not what he does. That's not who he is. I mean, he's going to coach his team. He doesn't care about what the media thinks. He doesn't care about what the media has to say about him. He cares about winning and he cares about his team. And that's the only thing that he's going to care about when he gets to uh, Brooklyn. And I'm um, happy for Lionel Hollins. Uh, you know, I, I reached out to him. Congratulations. 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 And, uh, oh, best buddies. Well, listen, listen, listen. I've already planned my trip to Brooklyn. I am all for someone who was wrongly let go in their current in their position, finding redemption and getting a, a, a better job and a better situation. I'm all for that. Okay, but he did. John Oliver last week tonight. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we. But uh, um, one thing about it, he replaced Jason Kidd, right? Yeah. And of course, Jason Kidd, his his tenure there as coach was known for one thing. That was uh, Coke Gate, where he spilt his soda on the court. And now I'm afraid if Lionel Holland spills his Coke on the floor, it may be because he lost the grip oh. with that finger. What do you think? <laughs> All I have to say is. Uh... They just to make sure they give Lionel Hollins a couple of day, uh, with uh, handles on it. I'm still. I mean, Lionel Hollins is your best friend. You should bring him. You're going to be in studio in two weeks. Bring Lionel with you. Uh, make him our guest on the 27th. You know what? You know what? I will, I, I, will work, I will work to make that happen because it, it will be the weekend of the sports ball. And I know Lionel Hollins is a big supporter of the sports ball and, uh, and, and big brothers and sisters. So. Um, he may be down. He, he may be in town for that. So I'm gonna, I, I will. I will reach out to him. I do will call him and see if he can uh, come in the studio. We will uh, give him his na 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 boo boo uh, opportunity uh, right here on the show. So all right, Danny Josh. All right, <laughs> all right, Marcus. We gotta let you go. Um, so is, is Vinsanity has spread to Jackson yet or not? Uh, no, Vinsanity has not spread to Jackson. But with, man, look, this is what I have learned from being out here this morning at the ice cream safari. Because I'm asking every kid who walks through here, uh, are you LeBron? Are you Team LeBron or are you Team Carmelo? And all of them have said Team LeBron. And when I have mentioned Carmelo Anthony's name, they all gave this like, why would I be a Carmelo Anthony fan? So kids in Jackson don't like Carmelo; they like LeBron. So that's what I've learned from that. All right, Marcus, you're turning into the uh, our Memphis. Ever since you left, Memphis is like Skip Bayless with your, your stuff. Very controversial stuff on on Vince Carter, and I appreciate it uh, to kick off the show today, uh, trying to rain hey, on, on the Vinsanity Parade. Hey man, I got my own mind, and I'm going to express it. All right, thanks, Marcus. That's Marcus Hunter. Right. Follow him. Find a phone that works next week. Hey, man, my phone. Hey, man, this is a Galaxy Note 3. This is the best phone ever. It's Always bad service at the zoo. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you later, Marcus. Uh, follow him at Marcus underscore underscore Hunter on Twitter. Watch him on TV every morning in Jackson, Mississippi. I think you can watch it online now. But Marcus mentioned the sports ball. It's coming up in a couple weeks. We will all be there. It's the 17th annual sports ball. Black tie and tennis shoe uh, gala. It benefits Big Brothers, Big Sister. You play games for grownups and create futures. For kids, there's interactive games. There's a photo booth, mock uh, roulette wheel, and other casino games. You can, of course, joust on stage uh, with with whoever you want. There's live auctions. There's silent auctions, and it's not like your regular gala. So you dress up. You know, you wear your 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 black tie, but you also wear your tennis shoes. And the girls wear the tennis shoes. Johnny, you're you're. I mean, you're trying to convince your date like last year. Yeah, tell your girl like, yes, it's okay. You wear tennis shoes with your dress, right? Um. Actually went out and I've already gotten Katie's tennis shoes because yes <laughs> she's prepared. But no, last year the girl that I went with last year she brought regular shoes like high heels and like mm-hmm. dress shoes because she didn't believe me. 
She right, was that, freaking out like, until gotta she saw sure. other women. <laughs> you got to make sure the other women have the shoes on. You do Had wear your to. shoes. Men, women, whatever, wear your tennis shoes. And it's very relaxing. It's a lot of fun, and it's for a great cause. We've been a part of the uh, sports ball for for so many years. It's only $100 a person to get your ticket, and and it's $125, though, at the door. So get them in advance. You can go to memphisport.com, click the sports ball link to order your tickets today. It's at Minglewood Hall on July 26th. It's uh, the best uh, annual event, in my opinion. I always vote for it in, in the uh, M Awards and everything. I love the sports ball. We're two weeks away. Get your tickets now. It's the 17th. And love big brothers and big sisters. Yeah, and it's for a great cause. All right, when we come back, we're going to turn Vin Sanity into Kevin Sanity as Kevin Life, and I will talk about what's going on. Vince Carter is what's going on. We'll talk about Vin Sanity. Two Kevins talking about Vin Sanity next right here on MSL. You're listening to Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. We are Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. Take us anywhere you go. Download the Sports 56 app for your smartphone or tablet. Only from Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM. To Memphis Sport Live. Here once again are your hosts, Kevin Cerrito and Marcus Hunter. GK was on the radio. WHBQ. Welcome back to MSL. Thanks for making us a part of your Vinsanity weekend. We're here every Saturday from 11 to 1 on Sports 56. If you ever miss a portion of the show, catch the podcast, MemphisSport.com, or for free on iTunes. And while you're over there on iTunes, you can uh, look up the I Love Memphis podcast as well, which I host with Holly Whitfield each and every month. The brand new one's up for July, where we talk to Bruce Van Weingarten. He was the editor of the Memphis Flyer. His son, Andrew Van Weingarten, is the lead singer of MGMT. So we talked to him about that as well. That's the I Love Memphis podcast. Search I Love Memphis podcast. We go to ilovememphispodcast.com. That's always fun every month. And speaking of podcasts, there's a brand new podcast that uh, we got to plug here. CJ's not here, but Tyler is here on the other side of the glass. Tyler uh, Springs and CJ Hurt uh, both have a new podcast, and it's up now at memphissport.com, also on the Memphis Sport iTunes feed. It's called Playing Hurt, right, Tyler? What is this? Give a plug to... Sure, just uh, 30 minutes previewing the uh, the MLB All-Star game. Just one topic, and uh, CJ and I just went at it for about 30 minutes. Also put in a uh, an All-Star lineup of baseball movie characters who would play who would play the field for our All-Star team. All right, so check out CJ and uh, Tyler. They're gonna. It's a regular podcast, probably gonna be weekly. Um, if you guys listen to it on on the reg, but that's MemphisSport dot com, and I think they're trolling me because they did the first one about baseball, and they know we rarely talk about baseball on this show. Uh, so they give them an opportunity to talk about it. It's very interesting, and I I learned a lot because the All Star Game is coming up, and they did a good job previewing that. So check that out. It's on the iTunes feed uh, from this program, and also at memphisport.com. But every week at this time, we're joined by the Memphis Flyers Grizzlies writer, Kevin Leip, and he joins us now. <laughs> All right, it's time for some Kevin sanity. What's up, Leip? What's up, man? Kevin Sanity, indeed. Vin Sanity weekend here in Memphis, uh, Tennessee. Of course, we had that. We had to call you, uh, call you in. You're supposed to be off today, but Vince Carter, Mike Miller, news last night, uh, bring you in. Uh, what are, What was your first thoughts when you heard Mike Miller's out, Vince Carter's in? I, you know, uh, my first thought when I heard that Mike Miller was out, you know, was before the before the Vince Carter thing. Um, I wasn't sure. You know whether it was really that the Grizzlies decided to go in a different direction, or that Mike Miller decided that he was kind of done trying to get the Grizzlies to offer him a three-year deal. I mean that's that's what it was, right? I mean the Grizzlies just were not going to offer him that third deal, that third year on the deal, and that's that's what he wants. You know he's looking for a little bit of security, uh, looking to kind of cash in on the great season he had last year, and uh, the Grizzlies just weren't willing to take that risk. So I, uh, you know, whether. <laughs> Whoever ended that negotiation, I think you know, I think it's probably the best for for both parties involved. So apparently, the way it went down, Mike Miller's posting it was an Instagram that he said that he was informed by the Grizzlies that they would not be pursuing him anymore. So apparently, they called him. I guess they had to deal with Vince probably in place. They call Mike Miller and say, "Hey, man, sorry, you're not coming back." Miller goes to Instagram. 
to make that announcement, and then just shortly after that, Vince Carter announcement comes out from the Grizzlies. Is that how you think it went down? I think I think it's something close to that. I think the Grizzlies had realized probably over the last 24 hours that that they probably weren't going to be able to get Miller without offering him the third year, and they just weren't willing to do that. Okay, if you're but if you're a Grizz fan and you're thinking, okay, they just offered uh, Vince Carter three years, and in the third year he'll, he's going to turn 40. What's the difference between three years for Vince Carter and three years for Mike Miller? Well, so first off, the third year of that of Vince Carter's contract is partially guaranteed. So they, after two years, they can waive him or whatever, and they only have to pay part of the four million dollars or whatever it is. And it won't go against uh, the salary a, cap, probably. Right. It's right. a much smaller. Only the guaranteed portion counts against the cap. Mm-hmm. Uh, if they waive him, you know, obviously if they keep him, then they have to pay the full the full value, and, and the full value counts against the cap. But if you keep him, you keep him, and it's still you know whatever. But um. You know, I don't think I don't think Miller would have been willing to sign a, an unguaranteed third year like that uh, because he's not like you said he's not going to be forty. But I mean, Vince Carter at thirty-seven is better than Mike Miller at thirty-four as an all-around basketball player. Um, I think Vince Carter over the years has done an incredible, incredible job of altering his game. Number one, to stay relevant, and number two, to you know, adapt his game to his body as it ages. I think he's done an incredible job of that and deserves a lot of credit for that. Right. I, and judging from this people's reaction over the past 12 hours, whether it was on Twitter, I was at the Green Beetle when the news went down for their anniversary party uh, downtown last night. There was a bunch of media people uh, down there that I've kind of figured out the, the Vince Carter reaction is either in three camps. And I think you and I are in, in the same one, which is Vince Carter. Yes, he's older, but he has adapted his game. He knows his role. He can still shoot. Uh, you, you have that camp, and then you have another camp that just people just think he's old and he's he's not worth a darn. And then you have another camp of people who still think he's 1998 Vince Carter and he's going to come in here and be explosive. And I'm pretty sure we're right on our, on our camp, but there's definitely there's people who are on their their different uh, levels. Have you seen that reaction as well? Yeah, I think a lot of people thought that the Grizzlies should have just taken care of Mike Miller and paid him whatever he wanted, but. You know, Mike A. LeBron, he's a good player. He's a guy with a lot of history in Memphis, and he's a guy who Memphis has traditionally just always loved. But he's not a guy that, you know, you don't want him on the books for $5 million in three years. You know, he was great last year, and he played 89 games, but over the past six or seven years, he's missed like 30 every year. So, uh, you know, it's a calcul. It would have been... It would have been higher risk than potential reward. I think... The thing about Vince Carter is not just his shooting, it's his kind of all-around playmaking ability. He's great in the pick-and-roll, he's, right. he's a good ball handler. I mean, he's he's much more versatile of a player, even if he's not as good of a shooter as Miller. And, he's uh, probably the best wing on the team, right? Do you offensively. Th- do you see Vince Carter in the starting lineup come opening night? I think it's possible. I, I'm, I'm not sure that that's the best role for him. I think I think maybe the best role for him is kind of that the old O.J. Mayo first guy off the bench role. Um, that was his role in Dallas, and he led the NBA with three pointers off the bench. So, seemed exactly. to be a working formula in the Western Conference in the same division. Uh, so, I would probably tr- maybe stick with that. But again, with the Grizzlies starting lineup, you've got Tayshawn Prince, and you were on Twitter this morning for some reason. You just instead of being uh, excited and talking about Vince Carter, you wanted to make people upset about talking about Tayshawn Prince. Oh. <laughs> uh, and that talk will never end until he this contract is is moved or expired. And what were you saying this morning about Tayshawn Prince? So the thing, here's the thing about Tayshawn Prince. He's he's obviously he is on the downslope of his career. He is nowhere near as productive as he used to be. Nowhere near as nowhere near as useful as he used to be. But the thing you have to understand about Tayshawn Prince, and this is something that that he actually you know said at the. Uh, the end of the season like media thing he you know he talked about this he is he is a post-up guy like for the past 10 years of his career that's how Tayshaun Prince has scored most of his baskets that's how he is most comfortable offensively he's he's posting up smaller guys he's really good at it because he's got freakishly long arms and you know he that's that's his game and so for the how the Grizzlies have been using him is like as a a three and d guy right that's 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 what they need, and they need him to stretch the floor. Well, the problem is he can't shoot, and he's never been that good of a shooter. He's always been kind of a post-up guy. Um, I think if you use Tayshaun Prince correctly, or use him smartly in, in kind of a limited role as a small ball four maybe, 
uh, or as a post-up guy with Lure at the four in, in kind of a smaller lineup, I think he still has value. I mean, I think obviously it would be better if they traded him for, you know, some sort of asset of some. Nobody's going to give you anything for Tayshawn Prince. So you might as well just figure out how to best use him uh, and use him at the things that he's good at, not as a floor spacer like they've been trying to. I think it's just kind of coming to terms with the reality that Tayshawn Prince is going to be on this roster, right. and you might as well get something out of him. Right. I, I, it does seem like it's – well, the, I guess this leads to a question. The, Vin, the Vince Carter stuff goes down last night. It was part of a couple of lack of moves from the Grizzlies this week, uh, that being James Johnson going to Toronto. Uh, did that upset you? No. And... No, I knew he would get it. I knew he would get it, probably a two-year deal from somebody, and it probably wouldn't be the Grizzlies because, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's, a, he's still a project at this point. And um, right, right, right. And but the Grizzlies, of course, have got a guy now who can dunk to replace him in Vince Carter. Uh, and then uh, Bano re-signing. And how does that going to affect what goes on with Nick Calathis, Mister Drug Suspension for thirteen ga- games? Nick Calathis. Yeah, I was really kind of surprised that that Bano got as much money as he did. He's time for it's known as the biannual exception. But I think it works out to two million dollars a year for two years or something like that. I, I, that seems like a lot of money for Bano Uter, but. Obviously, in the playoffs, he proved that he can play really well. You're going to need a backup point guard um, because of the Calathis suspension. Even if even if he's back on the team and everything's fine, they're still going to be the first 13 games of the year. You need you need to get back a point guard, uh, and then after that, I think you can still kind of use both of them, both of them on the floor together. Even um, I, you know, I I don't think that that the Scooter situation means that Calathis is gone. Everything that I've heard, uh, you know, and I'm not not the most connected guy, but you know, I have people that I talk to. Uh, everything I've heard is that they're not going to let Calathis out of that contract. They they want him back, um, no matter how much money Panathinaikos or whoever is throwing at him in Greece. They they want Calathis back, and they have no no intention of just letting him walk. And it seemed like they drafted with that mindset of uh, you know that Calathis, that all three of the all three point guards would be back, starting with Conley. Um, down the line, but uh, Kevin Leib's joining us from the Memphis Flyer at Flyer Grizz blog is his uh, Twitter with one Z for the Grizz. So, do you think the Grizzlies are done now? They've they've got Bano back. They're probably you're going to you know, bring back Nick Calathis, and are they going to make any more moves? We still have Quincy Pondexter and Courtney Lee on this roster together. Yeah, I think I think they're done signing people. Obviously, um, the, the roster is at fourteen or fifteen now. Um, I think they're done signing people, but I do, uh, I do still think there's some sort of a trade coming just to, to kind of clear up the wing rotation. You've got uh, <laughs> with Vince Carter. If you're looking at twos and threes, now it's like Lee, Allen, Pondexter, Carter, Prince, Franklin, Adams. That's seven guys for two spots on the floor. Um, you know, I just uh, that just seems crowded to me. I think there's going to be some. You know, maybe dump Quincy Pondexter for a draft pick or something like that. Um, it's something that I could see happening. Um, I don't think there's going to be anything involving, you know, people always throw out Costa Kufus or John Luer as trade assets, but they're really worth a lot more to the Grizzlies as, as players on good contracts than they are as, as pieces and deals. I, I, I think I don't think there's any way either two of those guys get traded. So I think you're going to see dumping basically a wing or two. I mean, they're still working, trying to figure out the small forward situation, right? Yeah, I think so. And uh, I don't think that's set in stone yet. And so, of course, we continue to have our fingers crossed on this show. Where Thaddeus, a Thaddeus Young trade has, has been our dream scenario, um, and uh, who knows if it, you know if it's possible or not. But uh, many people's it's possible. Dr- but does does he want to come back to Memphis though? I don't know. Maybe it. Maybe he's. Maybe he has. Who knows? I have no idea. I'm just playing hypothetical situation. Maybe he's a little jealous after he's seen all of these uh, native Memphians uh, who do get that love, and he doesn't get the love, and doesn't get get uh, put in with those groups of great Memphis players because people forgot that he's from Memphis. No, so he might ha- he might want that, but who knows? Yeah, apparently, hometown hero is not a big deal to him because he went to college somewhere else, and and all that. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I remember there was some some rumor involving him and the Grizzlies last year, and his right. wife immediately took to Twitter and was like, "Heck no!" 
Jeez. <laughs> All right then. Uh, but okay. But but the big thing, the dreams come came true for so many like uh, Memphis people. It's just we- weird what's going on in the past twelve hours. Anytime the Grizzlies get somebody who's a big name, whether it was Gilbert Arenas or even Allen Iverson, and we go back and fair or not, when the Grizzlies get somebody who's an aging star, uh, there'll be comparisons to those two guys who were on the you know the team at a, a different point, and it just makes you think. As, as a native Memphian myself, like if you said I, you know, from the future, if I could call myself in nineteen, you know, ninety-eight, uh, just call Kevin in nineteen ninety-eight and say, "Hey, what's up?" Not only are the Grizzlies gonna, Memphis is gonna have an NBA team, Vince Carter, but Vince Carter is gonna be playing for him. I mean, that's like that's the uh, that's the ultimate dream for a uh, for a nineties uh, NBA fan in Memphis, Tennessee. Yeah, I'm I, honestly, and I said this on Twitter last night. Like, yes, it's a great basketball fit and everything else, but I, I honestly am just kind of excited about getting to watch Vince Carter ABC time. Yeah, so that, so it's just it it that is just such a such an awesome uh, awesome thing because again, you're going to get a player not only to get a player who you think is going to contribute, like you said, but it's a guy who who is going to sell jerseys. He's going to sell tickets, and he's going to contribute, and he's just gonna. It's another just like. Just a reminder that you are. Uh, this is a major league town with uh, that you can have Vince Carter come in and be in the rotation. Because unlike uh, Gilbert Arenas, that tapered off real fast, and Allen Iverson, that you know was much faster than uh, Gilbert Arenas. Is that we haven't had like that big star come in and really be a part of the team, a former yeah, All Star, eight time All Star. And Vince Carter is not like a, a reclamation project like the other two guys were. That's, Iverson and Arenas were both coming to Memphis kind of as their their last chance to make it, and they didn't make it. Uh, you know, Carter's coming into Memphis as, as a guy from a winning team who can still play really well to another winning team where he's expected to play well. I mean, he's he's not a uh, he's not a guy who's coming here to turn his career around. He's he's hoping to just continue to be really good. And and if he's not, you can always if Vince Carter doesn't pan out, you can always send him in the game as a goon to elbow Stephen Adams, right? Yep, that's the only <laughs> thing he's ever been suspended for. So he so, fit right in. He fit he fits right into the Grizzlies. All right, Life, thanks for uh, for joining us and breaking this down with some Kevin sanity. And uh, we'll see what happens with the Grizzlies. We'll maybe talk to you next week or not. We're trying to give you a, an off week here while nothing's going on. But at the last minute, the NBA God said Life needs to call into MSL tomorrow. Uh, let's get these yeah, things to happen. That's, that's, as soon as me, as soon as we commit to me having the week off, something, something crazy is going to happen. So, so I'm telling we'll you, just play it by ear. Got, you got the week off next week, so hopefully something awesome will happen. So, <laughs> all right, thanks, all right, man. thanks, Light. Follow Light on Twitter at Flyer Grizz Blog. You can also uh, read his stuff, MemphisFlyer.com. Occasionally in the Memphis Flyer as well. It's the Beyond the Arc blog. Of course, you can uh, find it all on our Twitter. Uh, coming up at noon, we're playing a, a new game today called uh, Older or Younger, where I'm going to give you the name of somebody, and you're going to tell me if they are older or younger than Vince Carter. You can go ahead and get in on the phone line at 360-8255. That's 360-8255. All you do is call in. I'm going to give you the name of somebody. You tell me if they're older or younger, and you will, if you get it correct, you will win $10 to East 24-Hour Cafe and uh, $5 to TCBY. So that's $10 to E's and $5 to TCBY to everybody who can correctly tell me if so-and-so is older or younger than Vince Carter. We will kick that off for the first time ever at noon today. 360-8255 is the phone number if you want to get in on the phone line. The first caller during older or younger, we're going to give an MSL prize pack just for playing. So you get an MSL prize pack if you're the first caller. If you get it correct, you get $10 to Ease and $5 to TCBY. Of course, Ease has four Memphis area locations. Uh, uh, including the original one on Union Avenue across from Methodist University Hospital. There's the one right down the mountain from us at Park and Mount Moriah, the one on Summer Avenue, and the one, the brand new one there on Poplar across from East High School. Ease is open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. They've moved into a bunch of the old CKs, and we have it for breakfast each and every Saturday. Johnny, don't forget to go get your uh, biscuit. You got your bacon biscuit in there. Uh, from Ease. So it's Ease 24-Hour Cafe. Let's go eat at Ease. So everybody who wins today during Younger or Older will get $10 to Ease and $5 to TCBY. We'll play that at noon. The phone number is 360-8255. If you want to go ahead, get on hold, and uh, get ready to play because it's going to be fun. It's, it's, see, I love any time we, we come up with a new game show on this program, and uh, thanks to, to Vince Carter, Tyler, are you ready to play? I'm gonna you, you're gonna be able to enter, but you can't win any prizes. But uh, I'll pass. 
you'll pass. <laughs> it's, it's not that difficult. But uh, right now we're going to be joined by Katie Pearson. She's uh, my friend from over at Croc Memphis. As you guys know, I've been a member of Croc Memphis now for about a month. It's a new kind of community center located right there next to Tiger Lane, and they have a big event going on next Saturday. And Katie's here to tell us about it. What's up, Katie? Not much. How are you? How are you? Uh, what is this big event? I know next Saturday on the 19th, something something's going down at Croc Center. Yeah, um, we're going to have an event. It's called Move It, and basically we just want to get our members and um, people from the community excited about moving and um, uh, doing exercise classes. We have a new cafe menu, and so we're just going to celebrate that next Saturday. Okay, and who all can come out to this event? Do you have to be a member to Croc Center? Um, you can be a member or a guest of a member, and um, usually on the weekend our guest pass is $10 this um Next Saturday, though, it's going to be $5, and members can bring as many guests as they want. Um, so, yeah, we have things for members and non-members next week. Oh, that sounds awesome. And one thing uh, people may not know about the Croc Center, like inside you guys got that cafe, the Croc Cafe. So you can mm-hmm. uh, you can dine there while before or after you're working out or doing any, any of the community activities you can do inside Croc Center. And you guys are coming out with a brand-new menu. What are some of those menu items? Yeah, well, we're, we have some new freezer options. Um, so you can, after your swimming lessons or whatever, you can uh, purchase that, take it home, heat it up, and then that's your dinner. And we also have grab-and-go options, so wraps and salads already packaged. You don't have to wait at all. Uh, we even have some new smoothie options, so it's pretty exciting. All right, this 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 event it, it sounds cool. I, I love I love the idea uh, to to not only get your members but just the city of Memphis moving because that's the idea of the Croc Center, right? In general, when they when they came up with the idea to build Croc Centers across the United States. Yeah, they they wanted you to be focused on recreation, arts, education, and worship. So that's kind of our focus here. Um, part of it is moving, and um, so we're excited about next Saturday. So they come out, there's the new menu. What else will they be able to do when they're out there on Saturday? Yeah, we have about 12 different classes next Saturday, starting at 7.30 and ending at 1.30. Um, we're going to have inflatables out for an hour. We're going to have Zumba Kids class, um, Synergy, Water in Motion, um, cooking demos. So you can come and you can be active or you can watch people being active or you can learn how to cook something. Uh, that is awesome. And uh, where can they get all the information? Um, yeah, you can uh, look on our website, crocmemphis.org. And on the home page, there's a link to our schedule of events for that day. Um, and then just links to all of our programs and information. Okay, so it's, it's next Saturday, July 19th from 7.30 to 1.30. $5 guest passes that day, uh, which is a discount from the regular $10 passes. I'm telling you, if you've not been to Crocs, you just walk in, uh, get a tour, uh, you will be amazed. There's no other building uh, like it in Memphis. So this is a perfect day to go check it out next Saturday. And uh, just become a member if you're not one because you will you will love it with the, the, the lazy river in there, the cardio machines with cable TV on every one of the uh, the uh, the machines. It's unbelievable. I love the Crocs Center. And and everybody should become a member. If not, go check out this event. Uh, and I'm telling you, if you go there, you will become a member on July uh, 19th, 7.30 to 1.30. Go out there. Plan your lunch. Go eat lunch at the, <laughs> the new Croc Cafe. Yeah, and if you join next Saturday, you'll get $10 off your joining fee. So it saves you $10. All right. Uh, thanks, Katie. That's Katie Pearson uh, from Croc Memphis. Go see her uh, next Saturday, July 19th. So much going on at Croc Center. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. All right, when we come back, we're going to play a brand new game. Usually we play Hang Up and Listen at noon. Not today. In honor of Vince Carter becoming the newest member of the Memphis Grizzlies, we're playing older or younger. First caller gets an MSL prize pack. Everybody who answers correctly, you only get one. That's one question. I'm going to throw one name out there. You get it correct, you'll win $10 to East 24-Hour Cafe and $5 to TCBY. We will mail it to your house. You don't even have to come up here to pick it up. We'll play older or younger. On the other side of the break, you're listening to MSL on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.